Hello, it's the 2nd of April 2021. Uh, it's 3.15 in the afternoon. I've just listened to a, a podcast, podcast interview featuring Mr. Dr. Mike Eden, I think he is. He's a PhD, he's not a medical doctor, but uh, a guy who's well qualified to talk about vaccines and lung disease and uh, pharmaceutical processes and biological processes. He's worked worked in all sorts of pharmaceutical settings, so he knows what he's talking about. And the conclusions he's reaching are basically the same as uh, the other doctor that I can't remember the name of for the moment. What on earth's his name? God. Anyway, there's another guy. There's a, the, the old man in the chair guy, uh, whose, whose name I should know whose name I really should know, but it's gone out of my head. Anyway, Mike Eden's reaching the same conclusions as he is, that there's potential for huge, huge downside with mRNA vaccines, that uh, that it's basically gene therapy, that the, the mechanism could potentially be used for genocide if somebody in, high, in a high place decided to do that. Um, Mike Eden was talking about vaccine passports being a mechanism for social control, which I agree with. I think that's fairly obvious. And uh, I certainly won't be having a vaccine and I certainly won't be getting a vaccine passport, but I might end up with a vaccine passport by default that says didn't have the vaccine. So nothing can really be done about that at the moment, I don't think, legally. I can refuse, I can refuse to, to do anything, but uh, legally they can set something up, probably set something up in my name. I could get access to it via data protection legislation and challenge it, I suppose, if it comes to it. Um, I prefer to imagine a world in which none of this stuff is happening, but unfortunately, after a year, I've now got to the point where I have to acknowledge that it is happening. And uh, I am still manifesting a world in which this particular set of circumstances dies out within five years. That's my, that's my manifestation process for the moment. I've also <clears throat> was just thinking about something I used to do before uh, the invasion of Iraq after 9-11, which was, uh, I used to do a... <clears throat> A visualization on on Yahoo, in Yahoo Chat, where there'd be clusters of light all around the Middle East, and just imagine clusters of light. And in, in this particular case, it has to be clusters of light all around Europe, the Middle East, and Africa, and the United States, and Canada, and Central and South America, and Australia. And, and Asia. So it has to be global to succeed, I think, this one. But if you imagine just clusters of five or six people, maybe a dozen people, maybe 25 people, maybe 50 people, 50 lights in a cluster, in anywhere that feels intuitively like the right place for you, then that's, that's something I'm going to do as well. 
Uh, I don't know whether there'll be a demand for me leading that particular type of meditation or visualization exercise, but uh, it's something I'm going to do personally. And I think that's the way forward. I think manifesting clusters of uh, enlightened thought, enlightened consciousness, clusters of resistance, if that's necessary. Uh, I'm, look, I'm working on the consciousness level, so it's, it's clusters of enlightened consciousness that I'm particularly interested in. But sometimes enlightened consciousness means that you are resisting the system. And that's a consequence of being enlightened. I think that's the way that this works. So that's what I'll be doing anyway. Vernon Coleman is the guy. <laughs> Takes me three minutes to remember. Dr. Vernon Coleman is the guy I was talking about. So if two people with a track record come to the same conclusions from different points of view, because Vernon Coleman was a, a medical doctor, uh, he was a GP, and Mike Eden has worked in pharmaceutical industry for many, many years. He's, fam he's familiar with uh, biomedical processes, if you want to call them, something like that. They've come to the same conclusion. So how many other people are coming to that conclusion but not being public about it? Uh, I think it's uh, the whole process is highly, highly suspicious. For the first month, I gave everybody the benefit of the doubt. I even bought into the numbers that we were being given, but uh, after doing the research in that month, it then becomes an I don't know situation. Now with uh, more evidence coming out about the potential source of the, of the virus being a lab leak, there's information coming out about the vaccines producing blood clots in healthy people healthy females particularly which may or may not be related to contraceptive uh, products pills whatever uh, there's definitely something going on there's something going on that's not healthy at all underneath all the health fascism uh, I'm not happy about it so I'm just in resistance and denial mode have been in denial mode for the last year, but uh, now I'm in resistance mode. Uh, if it comes to it, I'll fight. If it comes to it, I'll go actively towards the people I think are being hostile, and I'll call them out. And I'll name names, I'll call people out, I'll do whatever it takes to make this visible and keep, keep the questioning in the public eye. I think it's asking questions is the most important thing. Doesn't if, if you come to a different conclusion to me, that's fine. At least you've asked the questions. At least you've done some research. At least you've had a thought process going on that was independent of mainstream media. And conclude your conclusions are your own. I respect everybody's conclusions, but ask the questions for God's sake. Just ask the question. Ask questions about the mRNA vaccines. Ask questions about the source of the virus. Ask questions about the what we're being told about the, the mutant, mutating strains of the virus, which doesn't seem to be accurate either, according to Mike Eden. So nothing the mainstream media is telling us about this is accurate.
and there's a there's an agenda in place. I don't know exactly what the agenda is. Uh, it could be very very hostile indeed, which is why I need to keep a very close eye on it. Uh, I've got nieces and nephews. Uh, my parents are still alive. My, my parents are a lost cause, I think, as far as vaccination is concerned. They'll just go for it, but uh, potentially my nieces and nephews might not. And uh, I want to be able to, to say that I'd have at least put an alternative proposition forward for people to think about. All right, I don't normally go in the in the vaccine and virus direction on this podcast, but uh, today, because I was listening to that particular interview, which is on Podbean, uh, I'll post a link with this with this particular podcast, so you'll be able to find it. It's about an hour, hour forty five minutes or an hour long. Uh, it's worth listening to. Every second of it is worth listening to. So I suggest you do that. And I might post another couple of responses when I've had time to absorb it and process it a little bit more. But this is my initial thoughts. Uh, so thanks for listening, and I'll, I'll see you later. I'll see you later on in the day.